Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women in business come to learn how to improve their health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Vernelli, and I'm your host, and today's topic is my jam. I love it. It is all rolled into first impressions, which you know I am all about, but it's also our impression of ourselves. So we are going to differentiate what the heck is the difference between self-image, personal image and brand image, and why is it important to you as a woman in business or in leadership? And something really special right now is my program, Camera Ready Academy, addresses all three of these things and ultimately improves your overall appearance and your personal brand image, and it's being offered at 50% off. Stay tuned for details. I was standing in a dressing room of a store called Everything But Water. I don't know if that store is around where you live, but what it does is it sells swimsuits and swim cover-ups and sandals and beach tote bags, everything but water. It's everything you need. Great if you're going on a vacation, you're going on a cruise or whatever, and they have every swimsuit line you can think of. It's a great store when you're feeling good about yourself. (laughs) But trying on swimsuits, as you know, is just not the best thing for our self-esteem sometimes. And I remember being in a dressing room going, I look like this? Really? Is this what I look like when I walk away? It was one of those three-way mirrors, you know, where you could kind of see your back. And it had a, it was a one piece that had a low scoop back. And I felt like I looked like a football linebacker. Now I know I didn't look like a football linebacker. My logical mind knows I wasn't the size of a football linebacker. But in my head, I was just going... I can't wear this. Like, I I just can't wear this. It makes me look, I'm big. And all of those words, everything that we experience when we are trying on clothes, when we are at a party and we're standing on a wall thinking, what do people think of me? They probably think I'm some shy person, but I'm really not. I'm just having a hard time feeling social today or whatever. Those are self-image. Self-image is how we think of ourselves literally has nothing else to do with anything. So body image falls under the self-image category. That's why I opened up with the swimsuit story. And I will tell you, you have to try on a hundred swimsuits to find the one that you feel pretty confident in if you struggle with body image. And I already know you probably do because 88% of women in North America do. So that is something that falls under self-image, how we feel about our body right out of the gate. How we feel about our voice on video, that's a biggie. That's a self-image issue. How we feel about our teeth when we smile. I recently did a survey and asked a group of followers on my TikTok account to just chime in and let me know why are you self-conscious about yourself in photo and video? Because that helps me create my products and do a better service for the people that come to me and want help. And people that are insecure about their teeth, it's huge. I mean, I knew someone on a personal level who would not smile with her mouth open because she was so embarrassed by her teeth in her 50s. And so this is a big issue. That's self-image. I just encountered someone brand new to me in the online space who posted a picture. She paid money for brand photos and it's a gorgeous picture. It's gorgeous color. The whole image, you just look at it and you go, 
That's a professional shot. Wow. And it brings you in. The The background is all creams and whites. And she's sitting in a cream colored chair with a big giant window, lots of window light behind her. She's a blonde and she's wearing turquoise. And so you have this pop of turquoise. She has a gorgeous berry lip color. And then everything else is like the white and the cream background. And you're wowed by the photo. And the caption on the photo that she wrote is, I just dropped X amount of dollars on this photo shoot. And although I love the photographer, this is the only picture, not my favorite picture, but the only picture I will share because I hate it because look at my double chin. I didn't even see her double chin. That's her self-image, right? So these are things that we do to ourselves. Self-image is a whole mindset. We've been indoctrinated from being little girls to believe we're supposed to look a certain way. We compare ourselves and do all of this horrible negative self-talk that we have to learn and unlearn and unravel so that we can begin to say hello to our thighs. I appreciate you for walking me around everywhere, you know, instead of, wow, my thighs are enormous and I hate them. They rub together when I wear shorts. You know, all of the things that we say that are negative, that's self-image. Okay, so now that you know that, well, then what's personal image? Well, personal image is what other people perceive when they see you. It is how they experience you. It is how your first impression lands with them. It's how your energy lands with them after they know you. It is how they would describe you, right? Like, this is my friend. She's so bubbly. Or this is my loud friend. We all have friends in different categories, right? We have really quiet friends. We have super loud, boisterous friends. We have super shy friends. Your personal image also includes your sense of humor because you might be the funny friend. How you talk, the language you use, the accent you have, that lands on other people a certain way. Uh, Your sense of style, how people perceive you and what you wear, that's your personal image. Now, we make snap decisions on people, and I've talked about this in so many previous episodes. If you're interested, find first impressions and find dressing for success type episodes in my previous episodes, but how you present yourself to the world gives someone an impression of you. Their impression of you is your personal image. It's not how you feel about yourself. It's how they feel about you. Your overall preferences of what you like and what you don't like create your personal image. It could be uh, your political preferences, right? You could stand with one side of the aisle more than another. People are going to categorize you and make a decision on an image of who they think you are. So your personal image is super important if you're a woman in business. So is your self-image, right? So we have to be able to come to terms with the fact that there are areas in our life where we need more positive self-talk, more self-acceptance, more self-love, because we walk into the world more powerfully when we do that. Our personal image, how we present ourselves And how it lands is super important when we are out there trying to attract our ideal clients, our dream customers, people to our products or services, because the way we present ourselves is either going to attract or repel them. Now, it doesn't matter if you repel people because they are not your ideal people. You don't want to attract the wrong fit people, right? If you're someone who teaches people how to cook vegan, 
You don't want to attract the carnivores, right? You're not trying to attract them. You want to serve and nurture the people that want to learn more about what your expertise is. So you can go out there and be as vegan as you want to be and repel the people that go, girl, you need a hamburger. Let them be that way. They don't care about your product and service. You're not trying to convert that person to you. You're not trying to nurture that person to you. You want to nurture the person who already identifies with you and loves what you do. They love who you are. They love your sense of humor. They love what you stand for. They like how you dress. They like your sense of authenticity. They like they might like your sense of polish and presence and poise. Whatever it is, however you present yourself, how it lands with them is your personal image. And that is going to attract the people that want to work with you and repel the people that go, nope, she's not for me. And that's fine. Don't take it personal. You don't want those people. There are enough people in this world that you can serve. There's enough to go around for everyone. Attract the ones that are loving what you have to offer. All right. So now what is brand image? What is that all about? Brand image is completely different than self-image, obviously, because they don't know how the person that's promoting a brand feels about themselves personally. So you can see how that's not applied. If you are the face of your business, your personal image and brand image are deeply intertwined. Your brand is like your personal image, but on steroids. Think of it that way. Your brand definitely sets you apart. Your brand image will set you apart from other people in your industry. There's something you do different. Let's go back to the vegan. Maybe the vegan is only teaching people how to use kale. They don't use spinach. They don't use endive. They don't use anything else. They're a kale specialist. That's brand image. Now, it could be in anything. Maybe you only make soy candles. Maybe you only do holistic dentistry, holistic healthcare. Maybe you only serve women who suffer in pregnancy with some condition, right? That is going to differentiate you from others in your industry. That's your brand image. What about you makes you different? So yes, your sense of humor, your style, all of those things, that's your personal image. That can can roll over into your brand image, but your brand image is also more specific. Another thing it does is it broadcasts your skill set. Your personal image doesn't so much do that because they're just looking at you making a judgment on whether they will like, know, and trust you. They're not making a judgment on how much you know yet. Your brand image is where you go out and serve in confidence and they realize, wow, she really knows what she's talking about. It also describes your work ethic. It describes how you will relate to your customers, clients, and future clients because they'll see your interaction especially in social media. They're going to see how you interact with your followers. And it also gives them a level of expectation of service that you provide. So certain brands are very hands-off. You don't feel like you can even interact with a human being. They feel too big. They feel too corporate. That's a brand image. Brands that you feel like you can connect with, that you actually have a human interaction with, where you talk to a person if you call the business, versus getting a recording saying press one, press two, 
that's an image. They are giving you a brand image, right? Of, oh my gosh, I have to be on the phone for five minutes before I can even get to a human being. And I talk about that a lot. I feel like the telephone and a live voice is going to be a huge differentiator for brands moving forward because we're missing it now. We're going into artificial intelligence. We're going into robotics. We're going into automated services where we we are cutting work to save money. They're cutting jobs to save money, but people crave the human interaction. And I believe that you, if you can implement this, your business will stand apart. If they can actually get to you in social media, where it's you answering their questions, not a chat bot. Chat bots are a thing. I, I follow mentors on social media. Their business has exploded. They're in the six high six and seven figure club, meaning they're earning seven figures using social media for their business. They don't personally answer their direct messages. They have chat bots that start the conversation. And then they have a virtual assistant who continues the conversation. You can't get to the actual person. And I truly believe that is brand image. Okay, great. She's a smashing success. She's too busy to even talk to me. That's a brand image. If you can find a way to get a human on the phone, even if it is an assistant, to say, hey, I'm an, I'm an assistant for Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I'm just pulling a name out of thin air. Wouldn't that feel amazing? Oh my gosh, she actually called me. And so you would feel seen. You would feel like that brand has a level of service that is beyond anything you've ever experienced. That's part of your brand image. You've humanized your brand. Other things you can do would be to help your brand stand out. Let's use Starbucks for an example. They're the very first espresso shops that popped up like a chain in the U.S., Actually, there was one that they started from called Pete's Coffee, but that's a whole other story. But what Starbucks did differently than anyone else was they personalized your coffee drink. They get your name at the register. They write your name on the cup, right? And then they call your name when your coffee's ready. They personalized it. That was something that helps them stand out. Their color helps them stand out. Everyone looks for that little green mermaid emblem when they're looking for Starbucks. That's branding, right? They helped themselves stand out uniquely in a very noisy world of everyone trying to serve the best coffee, right? So what would make your brand stand out, your service, your business? Maybe you already have it. Does it need to be revisited? Do you need to rethink it? What is something you can do to make it extra super special? And I'm working on this very thing myself, my very own unique twist and something I'm thinking of. I'm just going to share it here just to give you an idea. I am working on a one-year program where I will enroll women in business who want to be in a group of other women who consider this, themselves ambitious entrepreneurs and they want to be chic, they want to be fit, and they want to have a network of women that they can connect with that like-minded, right? And if they go through my program, they will get consistent in their dietary habits, in their fitness habits, because that's the thing that fluctuates the most. And when we let that go, our fashion goes, our sense of style goes, because we start to hide, right? This program will help them be consistent so that they don't shy away from the camera. But what I'm considering is having some type of fun 
fun factor or gamification, if you will, inside the program for the person who achieves a certain level of a goal. And I'm, I'm still working on it, but I want to fly her to Seattle to go to a beauty bar, get her hair done, get her makeup done, have a personal stylist, work on her wardrobe. How fun would that be, right? To be able, for women that are in that that sphere, that world who like hair, makeup, beauty, styling, that kind of thing, to be able to do that and have someone with experience take her to places that are going to get her exactly what she needs for her business image and brand. So that's a level of something completely different. It's not finalized yet. It's truly in the brainstorming stage. But for you, what can you do differently on a grand scale like that? Maybe it's on a small scale. Maybe it is using a voice system like Voxer, which is almost, you use your phone, it's almost like a walkie-talkie system, but it's really phone messaging, but you just go back and forth and they get your voice for support so you don't have to always use email. Those kinds of things set you apart. Something else you can do to improve or create a brand image is host a live event. Now, I just came out of something, actually, I spoke about it in my previous episode, a three-day live event that was above top-notch above anything else I've ever experienced for their onboarding process. And they host large events all over the world, actually, but they do in-person events and virtual events. And it is a way for you to have people interact with you. And you don't have to rent a hotel room anymore. You can do it from Zoom. You can do it from a Facebook Live, but hosting an event, not just a webinar, not where you show a bunch of slides and you know people feel like they're going to get pitched at the end, but an actual event where there might be cocktail hour at the end or mocktail hour at you know the end of a Friday night where you have a meet and greet and you just talk and find out who's attending, let them get to know you, let them ask questions like, ask anything you want kind of thing, like rapid fire popcorn questions or whatever you're comfortable with. But a live event definitely helps with brand image because they will feel like they can connect with you. And you don't have to be an enormous brand like Coca-Cola, right, to do that. Now, Coca-Cola might not do something like this. They don't have to, but how cool would it be if your favorite soft drink or your favorite something that's an enormous brand like that definitely gives you an opportunity to connect with the people that are making decisions, the connecting with the people that are making the product. It would be amazing if you wanted to have a say where you don't feel like your email that you submit to the company gets lost, right? So that's an idea. Another thing about your brand image that sets your brand apart from others that gives you an image overall is your price point. So Walmart has a brand image. Target has a brand image based on price. Some people won't go to Walmart because of the price, and some people won't go to Target because of the price. That is part of your brand image. Your pricing does set you apart. And finally, if you feel like you need a rebrand, you can do that. Actually, people love it when you do things like that if you include them. Some people don't enjoy it so much. I'm watching someone who I have followed and known for years and years and years. She started in the weight loss space, oh my gosh, probably 18 years ago. She's a huge fitness influencer. She was a huge weight loss influencer. She's still in the weight loss space, but she recently changed her podcast to get away from her topics and move into topics about midlife, less topics about workouts, fitness, diet, all of that stuff. And she's talking about it on our social media and she's getting flack 
People don't want her to switch. They want her to stay who she's who she is. Like how we found you, that's what we want. She has every right in the world to rebrand. Every right. She will lose some people for rebranding. She will. But she doesn't want to serve in that specific niche anymore. She wants to shift. She feels called to serve people going through the same thing that she's going through. So rebranding can be a positive thing, and it can also be a very challenging thing if you think that your people would be very resistant. Like, no, I've been following you for 20 years and this, and you're not doing it anymore. (laughs) So you can have an experience like that. But that takes me into the final thing about your brand image that you need to pay attention to and it's consistency. So this weight loss person, for example, has been super, super, super consistent. She has done it for 20 years. She's allowed to pivot and change what she wants to do. But in the previous, up until this last pivot on her podcast and her topic, she was consistent. She talked about diet and exercise, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. She never went off. She, that was all she talked about. People expected it from her because that's what they found her for. That's why they were hooked with her like no and trust. They liked her. They wanted more. And she stayed consistent with that. And she built an enormous following. And I say enormous. She opens up the doors for her program and has so many people that want to go in that she caps it because she might not have a team big enough to help support them lose weight. So you need to think about that. Is your brand where you want it to be? Is it speaking the message? Does it look the way you want it to look? Are you working in your zone of genius that still fulfills you? And if it is, then you want to go go through everything I just talked about to see if there's anywhere you can improve your brand image. Does it need to be more consistent? Do you give something that shows that you have an outstanding something, something that makes you stand out? Is it human? Do people feel like they can contact a human with your business or your brand? Could you do something like a live event that would help them feel even more connected to you? And if you're feeling like this isn't, you know what? I'm feeling called somewhere else. This doesn't fire me up anymore. I want to do this. How do I do it? You do a rebrand and you ask the people that are already with you to help you get them invested in it because if they've been following you for any length of time, they're going to support your pivot. Oprah left her TV show and she's doing other things. Now, she didn't ask for audience input. I'm sure she did have focus groups, though, to say, you know, I don't want to turn everybody off to what I'm going to be doing, but I'm going to move into this line of work. And people still love her. She still has followers. She still has people that want more. She has a subscription platform where you can get her interviews and videos and things like that online. And I'm sure it did not hurt her at all to make that pivot because she already had a brand that was consistent. So make sure that one piece is there, regardless of whether you're staying where you are or you're rebranding, just be consistent. Okay. So that's it for today. That is your self-image. Do you need to work on it? Do you need to give yourself some self-love, self-acceptance, your personal image? Do you need to work on that? You don't know how people are perceiving you. You don't know, but you could ask. It's so vulnerable, but you could always say to someone who you know and you've served for a while, can you tell me if what if you had to describe me in three words, what would you say? And see if it is true. See if it is you. 
And if it's not, then you need to figure out what to change. It's not up to them to change it. You have to show up in a way that aligns with the three words you want people to use to describe you. And finally, your brand image. What do you need to get that brand image exactly where it needs to be so that people will fall in love with your product or service? Okay, at the intro of this episode, I mentioned that Camera Ready Academy is 50% off. It is a cyber week deal, and it's only available 10 women who want to to feel good in their body, feel more confident in their appearance, and have confidence on camera. This is specifically for female coaches, course creators, and consultants who need brand photos done or want to show up on video, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, or any other video presentation. I'm here to help you do that. The program doesn't start until 2023, early 2023, but you can lock in $650 in savings today. And if you have questions, email me at info at christinebrunelli.com. Find me on socials by the same name and send me a private message. I can get you in if you send me a message or you can find the payment link in the show notes. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. If you're not subscribed, hit subscribe so that you get notified the next time a new episode is released. We talk about health, beauty, fitness, body language, all the things on this podcast geared toward the woman in business and leadership. So hit subscribe so that you get notified the next time a new episode is released. And until then, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.